This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, all. Got a host of things to discuss today. I want to go through some of the YouTube comments as some of the questions for this week. Also, a few teams there, three or four, and also some head-to-head strategy and a little bit on, on looping. It's going to be harder this week with... You know, everyone out, but just the advanced looping style that, that people are asking about and where you should be placing certain guys on normal weeks, especially. So let's firstly look at some head-to-head strategy. And what we're looking at here is, is trying to count the number of, of keepers that you have in your side. So that's the first thing you need to do. If you're a head-to-head player, do that there. So we've got the people squad here. We've got on our interchange, plenty of keepers in Cook, Grant, Harris, Walsh, Moses, Johnson, Lem, and DeBellin, all of them keepers. There's eight of them there. Buller, you could say, is fairly close to a keeper. You'd say Garrick and Drinkwater are as well. So let's just say we have 10, maybe 11. Same thing, 11 will go, or 12 with Manu there. Ponga should be a keeper, 13. Bateman and Preston, you could say, uh, you know, Preston's probably borderline keeper. Bateman definitely is there. 15, you've got Haas for 16, Hopgood for 17. So in a pretty good position there. Obviously, a couple of these guys are the borderline guys. You haven't got, you know, the top of the top. In a few of the positions, for example, we're missing out on Nico Hines. We don't have a Cleary at this point, but all the guys that we have are pretty good, solid scorers. So with your head-to-head strategy for now, you don't want to be burning trades in this week here. What you want to be doing is really looking after them and only making a trade if it is bringing in a keeper or it is bringing in a, you know, maybe one or two cash cows left. I'd say, like, if you're looking to bring in a Jake Turpin this week, if you're looking to bring in a Simkin, those two guys could make a decent amount of cash. And if you're sitting there, hopefully, with sort of that 8 to 12 trades as a head-to-head guy, then you, you make that trade and you make that little bit extra cash. You get some good point scoring and, you know, it helps you in both of those ways. But if it's if the trades you're looking at aren't helping you in any of those ways, if they're just getting you a number on the park this week, if you're buying one of those mid-tier guys like a, a Nelson Asofa Solomona 
these types of guys, I don't really like it. It's it's a very high risk play, and the reason people are doing Nelson is that he's a little bit undervalued, so he could make a little bit, but really it's for scorers over the next two weeks. And as a head-to-head player, that's not something that's in your focus range. So that's the the biggest thing with head-to-head is just saving some trades, man. Like we have some stupid like thirteen rounds left, and most people have you know plus the eight that we're going to get at the beginning of round twenty or after round nineteen, however you want to look at it. You know, sitting there with sort of 12 to 14 trades, one a week. And, and as, a, as a head-to-head player, coming to those finals near the end, a bunch of teams have, have buyers as well. Like Cowboys have a buy near the end. You've got the you know the Bunnies and also the Eels in those last few weeks. So they're the, they're the weeks you probably have multi, you know, multiple players from those type of teams and, and you will look to or need to trade in those weeks. So that's probably the biggest thing on that one. And this is someone on some advanced looping. And this will be for, for next week. The, there's two things you need to look at. And the first one of that is dual position, guys. So if you have three centers, for example, and one of them there is a, a Connolly Lemuelu, and you, you're sitting there with only the two edges. Let's say you have Bateman and Preston, pretending, guys, that pretty much all of the players are available this week. Let's let's say it's, it's round 17 right now. You have three centers available, Manu, Billy Smith, and Lemuelu. You have to play Billy Smith because you only have 17 players available, you have 18 players available, and uh, the last one's like, I don't know, someone's going to score 10 points, let's say. Sandon Smith when he's playing off the bench, because everyone loves Sandon, obviously. Anywho, uh, Lemuelu, best decision for him is to pop him on the emergencies, because if your edge goes out, like what happened last week with with Zach Hosking, if he goes out, then you actually have someone that can come in off the interchange, uh, or the the emergencies, and cover Zach Hosking. If you've had Lemuelu playing already in the centers, then he can't move from the center to the edge position. So that's the biggest one as a starter, is just having your dual position guys on the emergency if you can. The one I like to, to follow, uh, a little, which is a little bit more of the common one, is just making sure that you have guys that play early on in the week in your starting 13. Because as I said, you can't move guys around once they're in that starting 13. It is very, very difficult. Obviously, once they lock, it's you, know, you can't move anything around. What you can do, if you have somebody in interchange four, you can you can move other guys around him to go above, to go below, and if something happens, you can you, that's you know so that's some flexibility that you have. Whereas I'll see a lot of people they they have their slightly you know they do it from just best scorer or who they think the best average guy, so they make sure they have pass, they have Cary Grant in the starter rather than Turpin, even though Turpin would play, just say Turpin plays the first game of the week, having Harry Grant. Um, in the starting side and turn on the interchange. They didn't have all of the interchanges used after, you know, the first three games or something. And there's eight games in the week. And then you have no flexibility from there. You know, if something happens in your starting side, you can't then move someone from your interchange to here. So if you know you're going to play someone in your 17 and they start, they play earlier in the week, get them in your starting 13 and lock them in. Because you don't want to have guys locked in on your interchange. The more flexibility you can have there, the better it is. What happens if you do want to make a trade? You know, if something happens and, and or scores, you know, perform, someone performs badly, or you want to move someone around, you, you're like, oh, okay, this, you know, there's an injury in this game, and that affects a guy I want to I want to bring in next week. You can then make that decision. And obviously, the last one is there is don't make trades until you have to make trades because the amount of people that got, you know, they're, they're getting locked in on their trades when you know their, their player plays in round two and and they've made their trades prior to round one where they don't have to. Um, is a is a mistake as well. So they're the three things I just wanted to speak about with that. 
the people's squad, just thinking about that, looking at a pretty good position with 17 keepers there. So good work, guys. And we're not sitting, I don't think we're anywhere near 14 mil. So that was cool. Let's just go through this team while it's here because it's my, it sent me a, a PDF or something like that. Something close to it. Uh, 603 rank. First time this person has sent this in, which is very cool. Absolutely love the content, mate. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. How many should I be looking to field? Field 12 equals two trades. Well, this is moving around. Um, field 13 equals three trades. Currently with your seven available, if you use three, you'd be down to four. I think I think two is, is the best decision on this one. 12 is going to be really, really solid. And you're looking at your squad. You've got Nico Hines in there, which is a big tick. Uh, obviously missing out on a wing fullback currently, a center, and a mid. Not too bad. What do you think of these trades? Tall Harris to Nelson, no. Teddy to Ponga for Dill Edwards, Ugh, not great. Are Teddy and Toe the best trade outs for me? No. Someone like Damian Cook could be the better trade out. Just for the fact that he misses a lot of games. He misses 16, He's gonna if he plays Origin, he misses 19 and 20. Whereas guys like Toru Harris, he has no more buys in this buy period. He has one in 21, uh, but doesn't have any any in these really tough weeks. So Warriors guys, they're fine up post this week. So Toru Harris to Nelson is a big downgrade, unfortunately. Teddy to Ponga, a little bit sideways, to be honest with you. Teddy's likely going to back up, and he's been scoring really, really well. So I can see Teddy as a hold this week, because round 17, he should be pretty important, and yeah, round 18 as well. So I'd be looking more towards Damian Cook. Something interesting in the people score, we're actually looking to trade out Nikarima. He has been great, and they don't have a buy until, I believe, round 22 as well. But Nikarima is one of those guys, he's not a keeper, and he's done his job. So I'd rather you trade Nikarima out than trade out Teddy or Toru Harris, who are those keepers that we were just talking about. So that's the that's the, the play or the position I would take in, in this team, just to make two trades there. Dawn wants to make a third and bring in a center. I've said gay guy. I don't really want to trade anyone else out though. Yeah, you're you're, you're pretty pretty set with your you know, your players you got in there. It's pretty hard to even make the two, but I think those two would be fine. Nikarima and Cook, rather than going for Tohu and Teddy. Teddy would be fine if you if you do want to trade him out. I'm I'm also 100 okay with that, but I'm happy for you to to keep him as well. So up to you if you want to do Teddy and Cook, Teddy and Nikarima. However, that works for you because you got the salary remaining there, uh, and you don't really want to be mucking around with centers too much. You know, Lemuelu and Manu are going to do a good job uh, from here. So let's go to our comments now while we're here, uh, guys. Just remember, this is where to, to send in your team. Is one of the questions in the YouTube comments in team analysis here on the Discord. You also got questions for Jamie. I'll check them each every week. A lot of time, there hasn't been many questions in this. If you do want to ask me a question that to get on the channel, for the most part then uh, it's going to be on here as well. I'm going to go live tonight, guys, on the YouTube channel for the first time in a while. Kind of doing them sort of monthly at the moment, every four or five weeks. Uh, so I'll um, I'll pop the, the, the thumbnail up and uh, I'll schedule it so it'll say the time on there. Likely to be around that 6.45 uh, Sydney time, 8.45 in, in New Zealand. I can't believe that they make that game, what, 10 p.m. New Zealand time. So you guys are amazing for, for checking them out always. Uh, would you trade Katoa to Patolo uh, to make up 17 or keep Katoa and play with 16? Uh, Pete, you mean 13 and 12? If you do, then then that's fine. Um, yeah, 13. Um, it would be fine, but then you're missing out on a player next week. So, you know, just Katoa help you next week. You're really you're, you're trading off a score next week for a score this week. So you're evening it out. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, hope everyone looks at these. Hey, mate, Eli Katoa to IPAP or Nikara. Uh, either way, man. 
flip the coin on that one. Whichever one you prefer to watch, I think. Uh, yeah, Nakora, I think, could go bigger this week than IPAP, especially with the uh, the squad that the Tigers are throwing out with no Appy, no Luke, Brook, Luke Brooks. I think that hurts uh, IPAP a little bit. Um, is Little the best round 19 hooker if you want to keep Grant? I have Turpin and Robson as well, possibly trading Robson, but I'm sure as he missed three of three or five through Origin. Yeah, well, he's already missed 15, so that you can scratch that one. So it's two to go. Um, yeah, I think you've got, if you have Little already, then that's sweet. Uh, when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I would not be holding Turpin, Robson, and Grant. I would be moving Robson on for sure first. Is it too late for Turpin this week or never? I completely agree on that one. He has three good weeks to go, I'd say. Bronson Garlic, should he uh, get 60 minutes to Grant out? Decent PPM. Yeah, he's going to score this well this week, and that's the only appeal. I think you're kind of hoping for a Grant injury, unfortunately. Uh, okay, slaps. Oh, we got Maddo. Yeah, I absolutely think Cardi or Gutho go to six and Simonson goes to one. Uh, I don't think Gutho goes to six, to be honest with you. He's been playing too well at one. Where can I send my team? I just mentioned that. How gross are the mids so bad this week? Sure is. Thank you, T-Banger, uh, the legendary man that uh, I have not met yet that always comments on my post and has a love heart. So thank you very much. Uh, where will Bateman go? When will Bateman get the mid-edge duel after round yeah, 19? So thank you, Sean, for answering that. And he would have to continue getting named in the mid, and he will get that for sure. Do you think Mose will back up 17? I think he will. The Eels need him. They have no half. So if Dylan Brown was there, maybe he'd, get, he'd, get, um, he'd hold on uh, and, and, sorry, hold off and not play. But they need him um, in, in this one for sure. And if he comes to run skate, then great. If he doesn't, then he won't play. I have Bateman, Hosking, Lero, Preston out of the four edges. Which one? Four edges. Oh, that's sad. Um, well, clearly you're, you're moving on, I think, Liero at this point. Yeah. Liero to Nelson, get a mid, and Crossland to Ponga. I think Liero, man. Yeah, good choice on that one. I like Nelson should play bigger minutes with Kato and Welch out and could move to the edge to give Sims a break in the last 20. I completely agree with that. He definitely should be scoring well this week or the next couple, but um, yeah. Uh, Joe O, just the, the break-even stuff is a hard one with, with Joe O. At the moment, he's not a keeper. Um, that just got 64, should be a keeper. Yeah, but what about the 30-odd and the 45 before that? Everyone's, the people that picked him up last week were very lucky because he went low, low, and then he just you know managed to play 80 minutes. Um, yeah. Jake Sifton is Cascal. We've got all that information on him. No trades for this 
me for this week have four in hand. Running Hopgood, Sorensen, Fainu. In the middle of this round, we'll be monitoring Madison to pick up. Yeah, like nice work if you've got um, that. So yeah, just look at your trades, guys, as well. You want to be anything from six and below is going to be you know, pretty low. So you're coming into this week. And if you've made trades from there, you're getting very low. And I wouldn't be making any luxury trades. I'd be trying to bring in keepers and only you know that one or two cash scales that are available. Um, DPP, he'll have to play multiple games in a row at centre to get that, I believe, Brett. Running Granville per second in my mids, eight trades left, but not sure whether to use one to get one more mid and run 13 this round, major 6 to 12. If there's nothing clearly popping out, trust the process, then trust the process. Because Isaiah can tell a trade for semi Valamate a good no. Uh, don't rate semi, just he won't score three tries every week, that's for sure. Billy Smith to Ponga, he's playing this week, so up to you, Micah. Thank you for helping with that, Mr. Toby. Yeah, you can decide what you want with with that one. But uh, personally, I think it's good. But uh, I think you can do it another way potentially. Unless you, yeah, if you if you see if that makes you get yeah, if you're still already on twelve and that keeps you at twelve or something like that, then that's fine. Going with Maddo, may not score well at five eight, but only a few trades left. He's a keeper for me. It was Maddo or play with twelve. Play with twelve is fine too. But uh, yeah, he's definitely could come out and score great for sure. I'm not discounting that. I'm not really putting. I'm going to put a little bit on his you know, previous 5-8 stuff, but it was a long time ago. I think he'll be able to score pretty well. He'll need to do a lot for this side and just hope he gets through on his calf. Last week for the Cardi Party with Matto back and Sean Lane close. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say he'll go back to the bench, play the 40-50 minutes. I'm going to iron between Simkin and Brandon Hans for Chibi to make some quick cash. Head-to-head player. Head-to-head player, I think Simkin is the play. He misses next week. It's not a big issue for you. I think he'll make more money than hands. You know, he plays 80 minutes to get 30, 30, 35 points. Not very good. To Tol, to Ponga, all good. Already have mid-set and no wing fullback on bench. On bench? You don't really need a, a bench guy. So, up to you. Welcome back, Scooby-Doo. Scoop's not worth it. Too many 17 players with Hines in. Yeah, he's trying to bring in Hines. My thoughts on bringing Heinz Security out five out in round 17. That's what I mean. Just have a look at that one. If you have heaps of trades left, then, then you can do it because you can make a trade or two next week. Uh, but look to avoid if you can. Longton went from an office worker to, uh, and I want the most expensive table in the club real quick. Looking fresh, mate. Everyone's giving him some love about the haircut. So good stuff. Had Granville since round nine. He's now DPP. I can move into the trouble middle spot. It's ridiculous. Well done on that one. Patola, I think his job security is fine. Uh, all right. Scoop terrible advice, in my opinion. Yeah, I give that heart. He gives good advice. What are you doing? I have seven trades and Moses out. I have 12 playing at the moment and have Heinz. Now, if I want to get Heinz this week for Moses, I'll have to make another trade to get the upgrade. If I was to do the trade, I would have to find 89K. I'll have five plays out next week. So the question is, would you do the two trades with a Preston, Clemmer, Ramin, or Bullard to be one of the second trade? No. Yeah, just no. That's all. All right, that'll do for the commenters and then lastly i've got to get up the which i forgot the uh teams analyzing teams got a couple in there one two three let's do it all right wasn't organized sorry guys all right how good is this brownie brownie 69 got me last name in there actually just wanted to shout out as well there's uh there's a guy in the top 100 i think he's a little bit ahead of me maybe in the 60s it's called jamie brown lover Brad, do you have a follower? Might be that. Um, but we're gunning for them to, to win the comp. I'll, um, if I remember, I'll get it up in the trades video. Uh, and I'll find him. But that'll be cool. Yeah. Go to the Jamie Brown follower. If that is you, reach out. Love to follow follow the journey. Um, thanks for having me in your name. Potential trade options for this one. Good rank last week. 6,500 overall. 
Ford, Talau, Teague, Lemuelu, Lukey. Fair, fair, fair. All right, so. Yeah, okay, you got three edges. That hurts. Ponga, Turpin, Simkin, Penasini are the targets. Trying to find the best combo for trades, but I can't seem to decide on anything. What do you think is best combo for this trade? Ford, Simkin, or Terps? Yep. Lemuelu, slash Teague, slash Lukey, to Ponga. Uh, yeah, we need a half, don't you? Wow, you have four wing fullbacks this week. That's tough. Yeah, right. Until out of Penasini, you have eight trades left. That would work. That would work for sure. That means you have a lot of centers and wing fullbacks. So, not super keen, but yeah, that. You'll have 12 for round 16, missing a mid. Yeah, that's fine, man. Who to play out of Karaz, Buller, Garrick, Drinky? Probably miss out on Karaz, to be honest, at this point. Um, yeah, I think those trades are cool, man. Uh, I think if you're done with Wilton or you're done with Lukey, then that's fine. You can trade one of them. If you want to get Ponga in, uh, he'll be your half. Yeah, that's fine. Lock it in. Loving the content. Thank you very much. Uh, and good luck. Plenty in the bank. All right, two more. Uh, Luffy Hip Hop Beats. Superpod Twile has failed me and I'll sell next week as I have a lot out next week. Yeah, a few people were talking about him. It was just an O to me. Potential sell with Tapani as he is just so inconsistent. I would sell Twali next week and I would keep Taps most likely. Probably, you know, it's up to you. If you, if you feel like you've got enough mids, then, then Tap could be a Gornskis. But, you know, you have Twile, Fainu in there. I don't think you have enough mids to be able to sell him. So... You know, maybe, again, Twilight, you hold taps, you sell Twilight next week and get a better mid. Uh, so you don't have to play Fainu each week. That would be my potential call. First time swimming with team. Thank you. That's why I grabbed this one out. 500k in the bank. I'm going to shock her last week. It's probably because you have so much money in the bank. Uh, I suppose I have 300 or something, so that's fair enough. What a great buy. Such a top good ponger not available as I'm in a league where there's no overall overlap between teams. Similar to draft, but overall. Ah, uh, Okay. There you go. Had the money in the bank, but no clear mids to slot in. Should I conserve trades or I'm going to have too many too late? I think you hold off on the mids next week. You've got more than me. Last week, Roy Simkin and Bateman. How did you pick the Simkin one? How? Happy wasn't injured. Whatever. <laughs> That's called lucky. Uh, interesting garlic for cash out around 16 meters. He's like to play. Yeah, you'll score well, but I, I don't think you want to bother trying to get 13. If I'm honest here, to tell it a Madison would be fine, would get you an extra an extra guy for sure. You do have 500k in the bank though. To tell and Lukey, Madison, 800k play Lukey, however, a hold with Preston and Bateman out next week. I think that's the better option there. And I would probably hold off on any trades this week, to be honest. I think Tatola's got some money to be made. He'll uh, he'll play 19 as well. You know, 17, 18, 19, which is good. That's where I'd be at here. And last one. I feel like I'm in a good spot right now. I have four missing next week. We'll probably move on from Oluwapu. It's an interesting one there. I think, you know, if he scores well this week, he has so much money to make. So if he gets another 50, he'll go big ne ne this week coming. Uh, and then, you know, plenty of money to make from there. Future trades, Oluwapu to Ponga. Sure. Moses to Hines. Ponga has a buy in round 19. Just remember that. Moses to Hines. Liero to Bateman at 18. Nice. I like that. That's some good thoughts for sure. Rank 856, dropped from top 500. Damn. 10 trades, 384 in the bank. That's awesome. Uh, guys like Robson, you can look at, obviously. You have, what, you need a, a half this week to join in. So, you know, Heinz would be fun if you could do that. Plenty of cash in the bank. Robson Heinz. Probably not. Do you do it, to be fair? Robson Heinz. Yeah. You have to see a bunch out next week, but you can uh, make one of those trades, as you said. I'd rather you play with 16 
Uh, rather you get Hines this week and get you know potentially an extra eighty points or something like that, uh, and then make the extra trade next week with ten with ten available. That's what I would do. Hope you enjoyed that one, guys. We'll get the quick trades video out. There's not a lot to talk about in that in the next one. And uh, yeah, wish you all the best of luck this week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 